WPGU News Desk, here's today's headlines on WPGU 1071, Champagne's Alternative. From WPGU News, I'm Justin Malone. It's Wednesday, August 11th, 2021. David Palmer is throwing his hat in the ring for Illinois' 13th Congressional District as a Democratic opponent to five-term Republican incumbent Representative Rodney Davis. The former professional basketball player now lives in Champaign and ran the Don Moyer Boys and Girls Club before working as a financial advisor. He says once elected, he'll prioritize environmentally friendly infrastructure, affordable health care, and gun violence prevention through community investments. However, Palmer's candidacy may not end up in the 13th district or against Rodney Davis. Because of the 2020 census, Illinois is losing a seat in the House of Representatives, and the Illinois legislature will have to redraw congressional maps, potentially changing Palmer's home district. Palmer says his experiences will make him a strong candidate, regardless of what district he ends up running in. At least six tornado touchdowns were reported Monday in the northern Illinois area. Four of the tornadoes took place in or around DeKalb, with another in Burlington and potentially one more in Pawpaw. A brief tornado close to Campton Hills was also reported Monday night, with a weak tornado reported near Lily Lake around that time. Full damage assessments in these areas will be completed in the coming days. A heat advisory warning also remained in effect in portions of central, east-central, southeast, and west-central Illinois yesterday from noon to 7 o'clock p.m., as temperatures reached 110 degrees. Governor J.B. Pritzker signed House Bill 12 into law yesterday, which expands access to family and medical leave for educational staff in school districts, community colleges, and public universities. The Family and Medical Leave Act ensures workers are entitled to 12 weeks of unpaid leave in a 12-month period to care for a newborn child, recover from a serious illness, or care for a relative with a serious health condition. In the past, many part-time employees weren't eligible to receive the FMLA benefits because they didn't meet the requirements. This change allows employees who have been employed for at least 12 months and have worked 1,000 hours to qualify for the benefits. House Bill 12 will take effect on January 1st. Governor Andrew M. Cuomo of New York resigned yesterday after a 165-page report concluded he sexually harassed 11 women. New York's Attorney General Letitia James conducted the investigation that included a total of 17 women, some being state employees. The investigation prompted multiple political leaders, including President Joe Biden, to ask for Cuomo's resignation. In a 21-minute speech, the governor said the situation was, quote, not about the facts and denied the allegations of sexual assault. He says he interpreted actions incorrectly as a result of generational differences and commended the women for coming forward. The governor's resignation will take effect in two weeks, and Democratic Lieutenant Governor Kathy Hochul will replace him, becoming New York's first female governor. The U.S. Senate approved a massive $1.2 trillion infrastructure bill yesterday, which will disperse federal funds for a variety of infrastructure projects at the federal, state, and local levels annually for the next five years. Although the bill is still subject to a vote in the House of Representatives, its future is bright. The Senate adopted the bill with an overwhelming bipartisan majority of 69 votes, and the bill itself is a modified version of the $2 trillion infrastructure package proposed by President Biden earlier this year. 
In its current state, the bill will provide funds to assist in the restoration of established infrastructure systems, such as air and sea transportation, roadways, and public utilities, but also allocates funds for a number of non-traditional projects, such as the installation of broadband internet in low-income neighborhoods, the development of electric vehicles, and a number of initiatives aimed at combating climate change. While it remains to be seen what course the House of Representatives will take when it receives the bill for debate, discussion over a $3.5 trillion follow-up package has already begun in the Senate. Contributing reporting for this newscast was provided by Owen Henderson, Tara Mobasher, Kayla Mish, Jane Knight, and Barrett Wynn. Our interim regional editor is Tori Gelman, and our interim political editor is Owen Henderson. Our deputy news director is Emily Crawford, and I'm your news director. For WPGU News, I'm Justin Malone. This newscast was brought to you in part by the following. The University YMCA is thrilled to announce that Dump and Run is back after a one-year hiatus. The big sale will be held at the U of I Stock Pavilion in Urbana on Wednesday, August 18th from 1 p.m. to 8 p.m., and on Thursday, August 19th, from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. And from 2.30 to 3 p.m. on Thursday, anything left over is free. They'll have electronics, clothing, kitchen, bikes, furniture, and more. All proceeds benefit the programs of the University YMCA, and admission is free for all University of Illinois students with student ID.